Hello, hello, what's up everybody? I am so excited to be back and I have exciting news for me. So on the past episodes that you've ever listened to, I was just talking into my phone microphone, but for Christmas I got a real life microphone. So hopefully the audio um, has increased, but then that means you might pick up some extra like background noises like for instance my computer chair is squeaky ready yeah so you might be able to hear that a little better but I'm gonna try not to maneuver it in that way but anyway welcome back to another episode of balance with Bailey today we are going to talk about how to make your future self proud and how to not look back on your past but first let's get into what's new so I am very excited because I um, started a new job. I am working somewhere that is more um, in my line of work that I would anticipate myself doing after getting my degree. I'm just doing it before getting my degree, which is kind of cool that I'm able to do that. I don't really want to share where it is because... That just feels mm, like something I don't want to do. But it is a job where I feel like my psychology degree comes in hand and I'm just really appreciating that. I am still at Bath and Body Works and I am still teaching little kiddos how to boogie, how to dance. But um, just having a new job and a new opportunity, it's, it's feeling good, especially at the beginning of the year, the beginning of the semester. Like, I just feel, I feel fresh. I'm feeling good. That's what's new with my life is I'm feeling good. Um, Speaking of the semester, I am a senior now. So right now it is January and in December I will have my bachelor's in psychology. And I'm just, I'm so excited about that. I'm so excited about this podcast. I know it's been a minute. Um, I was looking back last summer. I started this podcast in May. And there were some days where I posted a podcast only like five days apart because I was so excited and I'm kind of feeling like that again. So that's really, really exciting. And now into um, a couple more things before we get going on the the main part of this, but um, I'm still wanting to implement those little segments where I just kind of chit chat before we get into the hard hitting stuff. So this is best and worst. So, this is where I explain the best thing that's happened in the past week or, you know, since the last podcast and the worst thing that has happened. So, the best thing that has happened for me is that I'm loving school. I'm in a good mindset right now. I'm just overall feeling good and even if something is coming my way as an obstacle, I feel like I can move around that in a proper way to keep my mindset where it needs to be. Now, the worst thing that I'm dealing with is my sleep schedule. I am a girly where I just need like nine hours of sleep. And I also need to get up at like 6 a.m. for work. So, it's hard because I'm a night owl as well. Like, going to bed at 8 p.m. is not my jam. But it is becoming my jam because if I don't go to bed at 8, 9 p.m., I wake up and I'm either running late for work or I'm on time but I'm grumpy because I'm so tired. So I'm just trying to find that balance of, you know, having an evening and not feeling like I'm sleeping my entire evening away where I could be working on homework or 
you know, just relaxing, but also getting enough sleep, waking up on time, feeling productive. Next is what I'm consuming. So I have watched the entire Netflix show New Amsterdam. There's like two seasons. I watched it in about a week and it's so good. It is a medical show and there's drama, but it's not as like corny as Grey's Anatomy. I love Grey's Anatomy, so no one come for me. I'm not dissing on it, but sometimes it's just too much where this show feels slightly more realistic and I could just relate to the characters a lot more, I felt like. So, I don't know. I just loved it. I watched it nonstop, which is mm, not the best thing ever, but it's what I always do with shows because I have an obsessive personality sometimes, but that's okay. And then another thing I'm consuming is Hannah Elise's new podcast called Digital Diary. And a lot of the stuff I'm talking about today will be in reference to her podcast or just her in general. I just love her and her podcast has kind of given me the inspiration to start again with this one. Like, start strong, keep it going, blah, 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 blah. Okay, now here we go into the juicy stuff, what I was talking about earlier. So... Like I just said, Hannah Elise is a lot of my inspiration for just a lot of things in life. I think she has a good mindset. I think our brains work pretty similarly when it comes to school and work. And I don't know, I just feel like she's a, a friend almost through the internet and without her knowing <laughs> that she's my friend. Um, but in her podcast, she kind of has a, a thesis statement that they always go back to. And I'm sure that almost all podcasts have a thesis statement and my prior podcast episodes also have, but I didn't make it be known that that was like the main topic, which I feel like is why I felt like my podcasts were very jumbled and the episodes didn't make much sense. So right now I'm looking at an outline because I'm a girly that likes to talk. So having talking points and a thesis and just Having that outline for myself allows me to be productive while I'm talking and not uploading something I'm not super proud of because I feel like other people won't understand me. So today we are talking about how connecting with your future self reminds you that your past is in your past and you create your own future. So I have a little backstory to why I want to talk about this. Um, I have been doing career life coaching over Zoom. It has been amazing. Um, I'm learning so much about myself and just about the mindsets that I have and how to navigate those and there it's just been such a journey and it's only been like six sessions but I am loving it so far um, and I think I will continue with life coaching after our um, little session is up with each other. But um, this past session we kind of talked about how you need to be able to connect with your future self. And I think that's really interesting because I've always been a person to connect with my past self because of trauma or because that's what's comfortable. I always just go back to younger me and how she feels and how she's defensive and she's she's sad and she feels lost. And that's not me anymore. But I find myself reflecting my behaviors today back on that person, you know, that insecure 10-year-old or whatever age I, you know, will refer to at the time. 
So our whole life coaching session was about connecting with your future self and how to kind of look forward instead of backwards. And then, so that was on Friday. So then on Sunday, I go into church and the message is about letting go of your past. So I was like, hang on, hang on. This is God, you know, this is just one of those God moments and people can say, well, it's just a coincidence, but you know, that's fine. A coincidence to you is a God moment to me. And I think, you know, we can all have our own differences there. So for me, that's a God moment. Just telling, he's telling me, you know, you really need to, to look forward, have, have a, a foot in the door in your future and not try to, you know, <laughs> unlock the door, try to pick the lock of your past you know, you need to get in that door of your future. So I was sitting down and I was thinking about what I want this podcast to be about. And I was like, I I don't feel like anything is appropriate except for this. So that's where this entire topic and kind of everything is just coming from. So the first main thing that I want to address with this topic is that trauma is trauma. And I am not at all telling you to get over it and just leave it in the past. I, I want this to be very clear that when I'm talking about your past being in your past, I'm talking about, you know, maybe behaviors that you have done that it's hard to forgive yourself for. Maybe you were mean to someone. Maybe you had negative mindsets. Maybe you've battled addiction. Maybe you have um, battled, you know, just bad relationships and all of these things that are hard to forgive yourself for. That's what I'm talking about leaving behind. I know that trauma is something that people can't just get over and some people are lucky. I would consider them lucky and are able to put their trauma in the past. They were able to, you know, work through that in a healthy way and it kind of be part of their past and not affect their future as much. But that does not mean that you are dealing with your trauma in a wrong way if you are not able to just in quotations, get over your trauma. You know, I feel like there are ways where traumatic things that have happened to me are in my past and I've worked really hard on that, but I also see them creeping up in my day-to-day life and it's not something that I'm able to just let go of and put in my past and not look back on, you know? I think it could almost be unhealthy to just put that trauma in the back of your head and not process it, so... I just want I just want it to be so clear that when I'm talking about letting go, I'm not talking about letting go of all these traumatic things that have happened to you because you are valid and you are seen. But I also want to say that if you are dealing with trauma, that does not mean you are incapable of being in control of your future. So you can have that trauma creeping up in your everyday life and it's hard to deal with, but that doesn't mean that that trauma has control over your future. You do. You have complete control over your future. You are able to make decisions for yourself to better yourself and to put yourself where you want to be in the future. And that trauma may come along with you, but that doesn't mean it controls everything that's happening. Um, so relating back to Hannah Elise's podcast, she said this, which she was quoting someone else. Most people have heard this. It's not her quote, obviously, but she just reiterated the fact that life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you respond. So that 10%
will stay in your brain. It's not saying that it's some little thing. However, you have the power to respond however you please. Whether that be letting, you know, past past hurts and past traumas be that main point in your brain or, um, you know, responding in a way of of you being in control and having the power over your own life and taking the steps that you need to create a future for yourself that looks how you want it to look. Okay, so now I want to talk about how to connect with your future self, how to leave your past in the past, and kind of dig deeper into this idea. So the first thing is how to connect with your future self. So I'm going to explain to you an exercise that I did in my last career coaching session when we talked about um, connecting with your future self. So she had me close my eyes and she asked me to envision myself in my workplace in five years from now. And I will let you know that it's workplace based for me because I am in career life coaching, but this exercise can be anywhere. So it can be vision yourself in five years from now at school with your children at home in your bedroom, wherever you feel like you want to um, connect with yourself the most. So I close my eyes. I envision myself five years from now in that workplace. And she asked, what kind of environment is it? Like, what's what's the building? So let's start with, with big. So the biggest thing is the building. What does that look like? Where is the general location? Not exactly, you know, street or whatever, but are you living in your hometown? Are you living in a town nearby? Are you in a totally different state? Are you out of the country? Where do you envision yourself? And then when you walk in, what's the atmosphere? Is it offices? Do we have a lobby and then we have little like cubicles off to the side? Um, is this a, a school? Is this a hospital? You know, what type of facility is this? And then even smaller than that, we think about your personal area. So if you have an office, if you just have a little locker, if you have a cubicle, if you just have your own small like corner of the building, what does that look like? What do you have? When you walk in, how do you feel? How do, um, how is it decorated? You know, and I said, it's decorated with like bright quotes on the wall and, The next question was, well, what do the quotes say? What kind of decorations are you wanting? What feel are you wanting? Are you wanting it bright? Are you wanting it comfy? Is there natural lighting? Is there lamps? Is there overhead lighting? All those small things. And then once you have put yourself in that room, you can talk to yourself. You can ask yourself, you know, what do I need to do to be to be at this place in five years? You know, what did you do? What? What reminders do you need to give yourself now from future you? And the funny thing is, is I had never done that before. I had never done that exercise before. And I hadn't even really thought about what I want my job to be like, you know, desk-wise, decoration-wise. But as soon as I put myself in that place and really closed my eyes and thought about it, I was able to spitfire all these desires that I wanted for myself and all it took was me sitting down and actually connecting with my future self and just being intentional about my thoughts and I was able to super quick just spitfire all these things I wanted 
and then I have a clear picture of what I'm working for in my future. And I just thought that was amazing. So that's something that I just recommend trying if it seems like something you're comfortable with. I just really, I loved that. Another thing that I thought of after I was told to do that exercise um, is if I were to journal as if I was my future self. I know a lot of people journal to your future self or to your past self, but journal as if you are your future self. So what would Bailey in five years, so she would be 26, what is 26-year-old Bailey journaling about? What does one of her journal entries look like? Is she talking about um, relationships? Does she have kids? Is she happy in her workplace? Journal as if you are that person and kind of see what emotions come up and, and just, you know, I feel like you'll never know what kind of emotion or situation scenario will kind of stir up out of that mindset switch. And lastly, on how to connect with your future self, I think one good thing is a vision board. I love a vision board, but most people use them on a yearly basis. So they will make one at the end of the year for um, this next upcoming year to kind of look back on. And I love those. I appreciate them. I think they're great. However, what if when you're doing that exercise, what if when you're doing that exercise that I mentioned earlier, after that, whatever you vision, you find pictures of it and you make it a real thing that you can look at and it doesn't become an exercise anymore. It becomes a goal and a vision that you can actually work towards and it doesn't just feel like this thought in the back of your mind. It becomes something that becomes more more real, more tangible, and it feels more in your reach that way. The next part that I want to talk about is how to leave your past in the past. And I am going to read some of my church notes from this past Sunday's message for this part because I think it's really important that I read back on these notes and share the insight that I got. But I also don't want to take credit of these thoughts. I want to give credit where credit is due. So this is the let go of your past message from 122 of 23 at Fuel Church Kokomo. And you can find this message on YouTube if you just type in the Fuel Church or you can type in the Fuel Church to any of your podcast platforms and the podcast version of this message will be there as well. But I'm just kind of going over the notes that I collected from this message. So the first thing and the main point of this message was, although you can't change your past, God can change your future. And I thought that was really amazing. It's just something to reflect back on. Um... And next is, is something I've never really thought about, and it's basically that when your emotions are high, your common sense is low. So when we are making decisions, um, or when we've made bad decisions in the past and your emotions are high, your common sense is low and you can forgive yourself for that. And it's a good point just to bring into your life in the future as well, right? So if your emotions are high, maybe you take a step back before you make any decisions. Next is lies that the enemy will tell you. There are three of them. One is you are unforgivable. Two is you are unlovable. And three is you are useless. So again, those are lies that the enemy will tell you. 
This next point is something that I think is the main topic of this entire episode and kind of where I got my thesis from. It is, if you can't let go of your past, you can't take hold of your future, right? So you can only be holding on to one thing at a time. And if that's holding on to your past, then there's no room in your hands for your future. And we want we want to have a hold on our future. So you have to slowly let go of your past and slowly grab hold of that future. And lastly, on how to leave your past in the past, first is to close the door to your past and accept that God's grace is bigger than our sin. So we are we are allowed to close that door and God still God loves us and he gives us grace no matter what our sin is. We can close the door on that sin and God gives us grace. And the second one is stepping into your future. So remove the lies, the shame and the pressure off of your life and find the calling that God placed on your life for you. And to wrap that all up, my pastor said, your story is about God's victory, not about your failures, which I thought was truly amazing. And, you know, speaking of God's grace and how amazing he is, that kind of goes into my last segment, which is talking about what I'm grateful for. And I wrote, I'm grateful that his mercies are new each morning. And I think this could even be for someone who isn't a believer, just having the the thought that each morning is a new a new chance to become who you want to be each morning is a new you know like a a reset it's a fresh mindset you can reset your life now it doesn't have to be at the end of the week it doesn't have to be at the end of the year it can literally be right now tomorrow morning the next day like now is the time to start and knowing that his mercies are new each morning is just is such a beautiful, beautiful thing. All right, all right. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Balance with Bailey. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Bailey Lytle as well as Balance with Bailey underscore pod. Have a good week. See ya.